Hello, and welcome back to Batarang, the podcast where we bring you the Batman insights that others are too superstitious and cowardly to deliver. We're reviewing Batman the Animated Series this week. Poison Ivy is back and more obviously disguised than ever, and the world's greatest detective sends Alfred away to attend an obvious scam. It's Season 1, Episode 29, Eternal Youth. Then, we'll crack open Brandon's 800-pound shipment of comics and toys for a look at two of the most absolute dogshit Robin figures of all time here on Batarang. And welcome back. I am your host, Sam, here with your Batman expert, Brandon. Hey, I got, I got beer. <laughs> wow, we're, we're the cool podcast today where people are drinking beer when they're recording it. Hell yeah. So at, you see our takes get progressively more unhinged as we go. You'll know why. <laughs> yup. I was waiting for the sound of eternal youth, though. Uh, I was thinking, so I was thinking like rapidly, it's like, how do I make that like growing sound effect that like, but then it was just going to sound like a door opening. So yeah, all that thinking happened in that span of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where I am today. Great. Yeah. So we watched an episode of Batman, the animated series. As we are wont to do. That episode was 29 Eternal Youth, which was a Poison Ivy episode. It was a Poison Ivy episode, to everyone's surprise. Yes. Well, so they do this thing where they keep pretending it's not Poison Ivy, but it obviously is Poison Ivy. Yeah. But I actually didn't know it was a Poison Ivy episode because I uh, haven't seen it for a really long time, or maybe I missed this one. So I was like, oh, wait, it's Poison Ivy. But... Yeah, I was like, oh, it's people going to a spa and getting younger, and this is going to be a bad guy. But yeah. yeah, it was Ivy, and this is our second Ivy episode. Yep. Another really good one. It is It is a really good one. Um, I mean, obviously, we have fun here. There's fun to make of this episode. Um, but yeah, I think like my tie-a-bow-on-it review is, um, this is absolutely the plot of a Sailor Moon episode. <laughs> like, Especially like season one Sailor Moon is always like, Something that's too good to be true opens in Tokyo. People lose their minds over it. It is there to steal their energy. And then Sailor Moon shows up and magics the problem away. Uh-huh. It's, that's it. It's this, and I love that for it. Well, let me just say that I'm glad that they only did it once in Batman the Animated Series. Oh my series. god, yes. But yeah, like, this episode was a lot better than I thought it would be. Mm. Like, I, you know, see the still that they have, the thumbnail in HBO Max, and it's Alfred in a convertible with the top down with some woman with the Audrey Hepburn rag over her head. Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh boy, eternal youth. It's old people. They're they're going to cocoon or something. <laughs> like, Alfred goes to an evil health spa. Oh boy. Um, but it was, a, it was a pleasant surprise for me. It was actually a really good one. Reminds me, I recently uh, watched the uh, Grandpa's Girlfriend episode of The Simpsons. Such a good one. (laughs) You know what else is good? Other cartoons. Yup. 
but yeah, why don't we get into our 22 second summaries? Yeah, absolutely. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. And grow. <laughs> boys, boys and Ivy sets up a fake spa to learn polluting CEOs and turn them into statues, tree statues. Uh, she sends a tape to Bruce, and he gives it to Alfred and his girlfriend, question mark, Maggie, and they go instead of him. Uh, and then uh, Alfred starts acting weird. After he comes back, he decides to go back. Then uh, Batman... Uh, I shoot, I ran out of time. <laughs> like, I'm looking at the clock. I ran out of time. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, Batman stops it. <laughs> um yeah yeah i mean i did not set you up for success there and i'm no. not i'm not sorry yeah i mean you could have given me a few extra seconds but i guess i'm the one that cut myself off that's true i was gonna let it roll um yeah so boop. the world's greatest detective sees something that's obviously too good to be true as a miracle of modern science and owning a science and stuff company has never heard of this technology or chemical work being done before and just says, I'll send my butler to do it. And you might think, oh, that's that's him sending in Alfred as a like reconnaissance. Nope. Poison Ivy did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the best case scenario is that this is a like a time, like a timeshare sales style weekend, where they're going to try to sell you something very, very expensive that is useless. Yeah, yeah. And he sends it. He sends Alfred. Right. <laughs> for a break. It's such a shit move. It's to blue, like he's shitty for almost all of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I kind of love about this is that it reflects, like, or it's a nice signpost and like the arc of how like writers and audiences respond to Poison Ivy. Because, uh, yeah, back at the time, it was like, okay, people were thinking a lot about Greenpeace and making fun of Greenpeace and thinking about eco-terrorists and that sort of thing. And in, say, Batman Arkham Knight, like, Poison Ivy dies a hero's death, right? Um, in the comics, like, there's that panel that floats around every, like, few months where she's like, yeah, like the world can never regrow a rainforest, but it won't miss another dead CEO. And now we're like, yeah, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, like whenever you make a far leftist a villain, right? A villain with some like very good idea. Um you need to have them go like way too far with that idea yeah. in order to make them a villain, which like why are you making your villain a far leftist who wants to like protect something worth protecting? Yeah. And I had a roommate ask me about that one time and it's like, well, what's the deal with like poison ivy? Why would like, isn't that a really stupid motivation? And like, she's a, depending on where you're reading, right? She's a God, right? She is basically the like femme equivalent of swamp thing. Um, <clears throat> and like, if she can hear plants die, I don't know. Wouldn't that just drive you off your nut? <laughs> yeah. Except in this, she's not a god. She's a lady with a gas gun that shoots an enzyme that turns you into a tree man. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, god Wicker Man is good. That is, I just popped into my head. No, that's nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with this, but it's still a good movie that a lot of people have not seen. We'll cut that the, shit. The, um, the Nicolas Cage one, right? 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah, actually. There's just that one, like, ancient YouTube supercut of him. Of him in a bear costume punching women. <laughs> also, the one with where he has a little cage over his head and they fill it with bees and he yells, not the bees. Yeah. Acting. <laughs> Which this uh, this episode could have used. It, honestly, yeah. There's there's a dearth of bees in, um, in Batman TAS. I can't think of any bees in Batman TAS. No, no. It's a real shame. They're a good threat. Yeah, they're a good threat. And uh, Bumblebee shows up later in Teen Titans, so there's all sorts of good... I mean, cartoon-wise, I'm sure by then she was a character, but um, point being, back to Poison Ivy. Yes. Um, I don't know, yeah, if you... People were so obsessed with writing... I mean, still are, of, with writing sympathetic villains, they forget that, like, <laughs> oops, I made my villain correct. <laughs> and... My hero is actually bad. Yeah. Like, Black Panther did a similar thing where it's like they take somebody with a reasonable qualm and then just make their solution to that qualm mass murder. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's, I think, about 35% of comics. Yup. Yep. So, anyway, this episode. This episode. Um, it starts off with some great music cues mm. the title card music is really really creepy and then it goes into we cut to this the health spa at night with this woman like this older woman running for her life with like really intense like horror thriller music playing while she's being chased by a slow walking poison ivy in shadow yeah it's too bad that like it feels like that is the setting where like um what what was his name drilly the drillman now <laughs> um, I can't remember. <laughs> it's just it's been a spa heavy few episodes, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Is you know they're coming to get you, Barbara, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like she's old, she's out of shape. Like she's running as fast as she can. Look, it's um, like the sequence is pretty harrowing. Yeah. And uh, in the end, she's caught and gassed, and we don't quite see what happens to her other than she, like, seems to freeze up. But that's kind of, like, the premise opening. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, like I said, like, every time they show Poison Ivy, there's a shadow over her face or whatever because they really want it to be a surprise. I mean, yeah, this is looking ahead a bit, but revealing herself at Poison Ivy is the, is the break. Like that's the mid episode break. Yeah, that's the that's the midpoint reveal. Where usually, like, what you do is escalate the stakes. But her being poison ivy doesn't make her any more like dangerous. It doesn't. It's just right. like, oh my god, like the busty redhead was poison ivy. All oh, okay. It makes me wonder if like, it's not the writers trying to make the kids watching like feel smart for figuring mm. it out. That might be it. Like, because it's obviously like you see her red hair, you see her green boots. Yep. Um, you uh, you hear her voice. Pretty much everything except see her face. Right. So like anyone could put it together that it's her, except the world's greatest detective. Right. Who does I think see? Does he see her face in the video? No. 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 But even so, like people do see her face when they go to the spa, and you'd think that people might passingly recognize like known super villain eco-terrorist poison ivy ah but she is wearing glasses oh yeah i'm gonna pretend that it's one of those like groucho marx glasses (laughs) 
<laughs> Except it has like moss mustache. Oh, I like that a lot. Mustache. Yeah. yeah, mustache. Yeah. Anyway, the next thing we see is Bruce irate that his company behind or a company he's invested in has been slashing and burning the Amazon rainforest. I guess it's like a ranching operation. Who knows? Bruce Wayne's one of the good ones. You know how it is. Yeah, and he's like, "No, I refuse to fund this. Shut it all down. Click." And uh, and then Al- Alfred brings him his mail, and I, I really want to call out. We've talked before how this is in like people talk about this show being timeless, but it is so '90s in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I already mentioned the Greenpeace thing, but Alfred makes the joke that. Oh, you've won the publisher's clearinghouse, sir. Uh-huh. I mean, no one would get that reference now. No, I had I hadn't thought about it in years. I don't know. Is that? I mean, does that still happen? I don't watch regular TV, so no. Well, I mean, mail comes to my mailbox daily, and I haven't gotten one of those in like decades. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> Popular getting mail every day. <laughs> Brag. Anyway, he also gets a gets a VHS, and luckily in his home gym uh bruce has a gigantic ass in the wall tv with a with a vcr in it black and white black and white (laughs) (sighs) just the bad computers snaked up there Mm -hmm. um but it's like this salesy like medium good production value vhs so where it's like come to the eternal youth day spot and it has like a Roman or Greek uh, theme to it where they're all in little togas. Uh, and it's like Poison Ivy's goon ladies, except they're like, I'm Demeter and I'm Persephone. And, oh, no, no, no. It was, sorry. It was the, <laughs> Ivy was Demeter. Right. The two women were Lily and uh, Rose or sure. Holly or something. Mm-hmm. Two flowers. <laughs> Rose of Sharon. Really pulling in that, that reference to, uh, Grapes of Wrath. Um, yeah, it's always a pair of women. I like to think that they're just like Sugar and Spice for Two-Face, Quiz and Query for Riddler, Lily and Valley for um, for Poison. I like to think that those are the same two women. Yeah, I mean, they need work. Yep, that's exactly it. Like, they come home from a hard day. Um, they, like, share a craft dinner. Hmm. They have a closet full of dumb bullshit-themed costumes. Um and uh yeah it's this it's promising eternal youth and bruce is not interested yeah but... it's a, it's a it, not only are they promising eternal youth but they're promising a free weekend right for bruce which again for like a plan to work right like i, I know as a like kid as a viewer you're thinking free i want anything that's free i want stuff but now, watching it as an adult, I'm like, okay, if it's free, it means it's not worth anything. Right. <laughs> exactly. It should have been like, for only $25,000, you can spend a weekend at the Eternal Youth Day Spa. Yes, that's it exactly. So, again, it's fine. It's for children. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, would he have spent $25,000 to send Alfred to this thing? Maybe. 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 Especially if he, like, not a dumbass, had been like... You know, they're sure this sure does seem like a supervillain thing to do. Yeah. I mean, so it's a trap. Right. But if it's not a trap, it's the other kind of trap <laughs> where they're trying to get money out of you. Can you imagine if, like, Bruce just took an afternoon, like, threw on the cape and just went around beating the Christ out of, um, 
out of scammers. Mm-hmm. Like, that would end scamming Gotham City pretty quick, right? Yeah, just shoving a free steak dinner up some scammers' butt. <laughs> so, I guess what we're saying is, maybe Batman should fight the real villains here. Indeed. You know, they should make an episode of something where the Riddler is doing one of those scams. Mm. I feel like that'd be a good premise. Yeah, yep. <laughs> How'd you figure it out? Well, you listed the address as 123 Fake Street, so... That's on you, Ed. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Alfred ends up going to this thing. So maybe you know. Do, is this woman a real DC character, Maggie? Is she Alfred's girlfriend? No, but I did look her up. Maggie, so she sounds like a little boy's impersonation of a British woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, which, yeah, uh, if you're like, oh, what does that sound like? Uh, the actor's name is Patty Edwards. Uh, at this point, she was, in fact, 63 years old, so kind of an old, old British lady. She also voiced, uncredited, uh, Goza the Gazarian, and, <laughs> and Ursula the Sea Witch's pet eels, Flotsam and Jetsam. Oh, her voice did sound familiar to me. And there, there you go. So, yep. Um, but yeah, she'd been working regularly in like television and whatnot for decades at that point. So. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, she did. I th- thought she did good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. She's just cloying enough where you're like, I get why you're annoying to Alfred, but I think you're actually perfectly fine. Yeah. Exactly. And like, so she like jogs up to Bruce Wayne's front door and like wants to hang out with Alfred, and right. you can tell that she's romantically interested in him in a not overbearing way. Yeah. And since you mentioned her jogging, it's one of those, like, the 90s TV archetype of the old person who does too much cardio. Uh-huh. Um, which, again, was just very much a trope of that decade. Yeah. I've seen it show up more recently, but not a lot. Well, people were into jogging in the 90s. People were really into jogging. Health food was a thing. Um, and speaking of Ghostbusters, like, Rick Moranis' character, right? Like... That was that was the running joke for like fifteen years, um, and that's why so many foods still build themselves as fat free, even though no one cares. Yep. But yeah, um, Bruce basically says like, "I don't want to do this thing. You two should go," and and Bruce says, "Everyone's got a gimmick, motherfucker. You dress up in a leather bat suit and punch muggers." I think that might be the joke. I mean, yeah, but... Do you, you think it wasn't winky enough? I, I mean, that's the thing. In in an episode where Poison Ivy goes undercover as De, Dr. Demeter, uh-huh. like, it's hard to tell when something is not winky, yeah. you know? So, Alfred and Maggie do go to the day spa. Yeah. Um, it's very brightly lit and not at all scary like it was in the first scene. Yep. Um, and... Like, a woman who's obviously poison ivy in glasses gives them stuff that they put in in their cups. Uh, I do want to say Alfred is pretty sassy at first and very skeptical of all this, which was good. At, at first, but then later when Alfred's acting weird, um, Bruce asks, like, hey, Alfred, are you okay? And I could hear, I heard it. Even though Kevin Conroy didn't say it, you're not acting sassy. Are you okay, Alfred? Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, he uh, he's very hmm about it at first, and I gotta say, like, so 
My partner Alex watches a lot of procedurals and she's a big fan of yelling at the TV screen when someone's holding the idiot ball. Yeah. She'll say, you deserve to die. <laughs> and, uh, and I found myself very much on that wavelength watching this episode. It's like that is obviously, they're not even thick rims. It's, <laughs> it's just, they're just two circles of glass in front of eyes. These people could not recognize someone else if they were behind a windshield. What? 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 <laughs> She's not putting on a voice. Nope. She's just herself, basically, with a lab coat and glasses. Dr. Demeter is, is a supervillain name. It's yeah. not a good one, <laughs> but it is one. Like, she had the class to have her cohorts being the ones in the pitch video. Yes. But she doesn't have a, another one to be Dr. Demeter so she can be in the background. It has to be her. Yeah. And she has this bottle of Demetrite or whatever in her pocket that she dip, drips into everybody's food and water, and they're they're drinking it and eating fist-sized you know, digestive biscuits that are bright green and like talking about how good everything is. I'm guessing that the Demetrite also makes you, do you know what it reminds me of? Mm. You know how that, uh, there's a parasite that cats have. They, they give it to the humans. And when a human has this parasite that changes them, so they like cats more. I, I have heard that. Yeah. 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 It was like that for, for plants. Yeah. I was thinking it's just like, just maybe just a little like opium sprinkled in there. Just maybe. a little, just a dash of nicotine. Just a spritz. <laughs> um, yeah, those digestive biscuits looked awful. Yes, they did. But according to Alfred, they were delicious. Yeah. Which I do not believe. Unless, nope. unless they really did have opium or like cocaine or something in them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, while Alfred is away, or maybe after he gets back, I forget which. It doesn't really, yeah, whatever. Commissioner Gordon and Batman have a little meeting where he's talking about how the CEO has gone missing. Mm -hmm. This other CEO. I think it might have been the one from the beginning of the episode, but I'm not sure. I think so, yeah. And uh, he's like, did you check her apartment? And they're like, yes, we're the police. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to do it too, just in case you miss something. Yeah. But lo and behold. Well, and and Gordon gets kind of snippy about it, um, which he's right to be, right? Yes. Um, but then he's like, oh, are you going to do your disappearing act? Ugh. And it's like, okay, Jim, like, you're right. Like, Batman is being being kind of mean to you. Um, but he doesn't have to stand there and listen to you, like, whine about it. Right. <laughs> so he does go to her house. He, you know, breaks in. Obviously. Obviously. He's Batman. And he's snooping around. And what does he find next to her TV but this videotape, the same one he got for the Eternal Youth Day Spa. Yep. And it's like, hi, Patty. Come to the Eternal Youth Day Spa. The exact same thing. And my but, first thought is the police missed this clue. They at least bothered to personalize those videos, you know? Like, they're like, hey, Bruce. Hey, Patty. Or Mr. Wayne or whatever it was. Um... But yeah, the the police missed that one. Uh, you know, they they only had room in the in the car for like one one VHS tape, and they're like, well, it was either this that killed her or uh, this copy of Adventures in Babysitting. Mm. So we're gonna go with the more likely culprit. Yes, the killer was the mighty Thor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's a video inviting her to a free weekend at a spa that weekend. Like they may have like 
asked anyone this woman knows where she was this weekend like done any police work and like gone to this spa to check it out yeah it turns out batman was right to say hey did you do the minimum of policing just literally any detective work at all and they're like of course not it's gotham city (laughs) (laughs) Mm, yep uh but he checks up on it and uh they say that she left the spa and then ran off from the spa in the middle of the night i think is the story which does not sound like someone who's innocent right they could have said she left the same as everyone else i don't know like don't know where she went after she left here no she escaped in the middle of the night why do you say escaped did i (laughs) that's weird like what um so she fled into the night (laughs) but yeah he's like well that story checks out yep good world's bestest dick yeah um he probably was going to go to the spa next except alfred came back and is acting very weird yeah not not sassy at all well and it's batman's asking for like he's in the cave he's working he asks for something i don't know finger sandwiches who cares and so batman (laughs) Gets leaves the cave and walks around Wayne Manor. It's like, where's Alfred? Where's, where's my parent? Where's my servant parent? And it's so weird seeing Batman just like in a house, right? <laughs> like that must be why like everyone, uh, everyone he's investigating ever like has to live in like an apartment or a penthouse, right? It has to be a smaller space and it has to be high up, uh-huh. right? Because here, it's really weird to see him on the ground level of a house. Mm-hmm. Um, or you play Batman Telltale. There's the scene where you are, um, you're investigating that home. Yeah. It feels so weird. It does feel weird. <laughs> right? It's just like, oh, there's the Batman in a townhome. <laughs> Not a warehouse. <laughs> right. Not the docks. <laughs> Not an alley. Not Not a spaceship. None of the places you expect to see a Batman. Yeah, we did that all that already. Now he needs to go to a suburban home. Right. It's a split level. That's cool, right? That's verticality. No. Yeah. Um, also, I want to point out that Alfred filled the Batcave with plants. That's right. There's no sunlight. No. All of those plants will die. Yeah. It's dark. Presumably they do. Unless you got special plants that are like... Dank loving plants. <laughs> the dankest of plants. The dankest. I like to imagine that it's just afterwards, because um, we we don't see them in the next episode, of course. So Batman just put them all on one tarp and just kind of flipped them into, into the chasm. Into the chasm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna sound so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Great. And. Uh, Alfred and Patty go back to the spa, right? They do. Yeah. He's like, I want to go back to that spa. And she shows up and she's like, do you want to go back to that spa? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you've read my mind. And they and they go right back. Yeah. Yeah. For their second dose. No no follow-up questions required from, from Bruce Wayne. Nope. Um, well, they start like piecing it together or whatever. You watched this more recently than I did. What sticks in my mind is they're starting to like not i know calcify is not the right word but um get all tree and poison ivy feels the need to menace them yes <laughs> right like she doesn't do much like they would have been they would have ended up anyway but poison ivy just really wanted to 
wanted to show them what for. Yes. Well, she wanted to like pull back a curtain and reveal herself with like this tank on her back and this uh, this gun that shoots poison or whatever. The thing from Ghostbusters too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that, except it shoots green slime instead of uh, pink slime. Yeah. Um, this is, I mean, now that you mention it, this is also like a curtain-heavy episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, it's it's an episode that really should not work as well as it does. Because, um, yeah, it is some goofy bullshit, but... Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, she gets them and they freeze up. Mm. Uh, but we save what happens to them for another curtain reveal right. later. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile... God. So there's a really cool scene of Batman in the Batcave doing bat science. Yeah. Because he's like monologuing into a bat recorder. Yeah. And he's like, I'm doing some experiments on this uh, Demetrite. And it seems to be a plant that a plant enzyme that affects human cells. And now I'm mixing it with uh, with blood to see what happens in equal parts. And he so he pours them together and he has this beaker that looks like, you know, a two ounce beaker or something yeah. in his hand. And he pours it together and like the beaker explodes and vines shoot out of it like crazy. Uh, and it's like. A, a real holy shit moment, honestly. <laughs> oh, 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 nuts. Because, like, you're imagining, like, they've all been drinking and breathing all this stuff, and, like, you're imagining this happening inside yeah. somebody. Yeah, because they say Demetrite is in the air, um, which makes me wonder why didn't Ivy just put it in the water supply? Why didn't she pump Gotham? You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, no, she doesn't want to kill everyone. That's she she right. only wants to kill polluting CEOs. I forgot because the rest of the, the episode is so cartoonish that she doesn't want to just generally menace yeah. Gotham. She's not the scarecrow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who almost exclusively poisons the water hole. Yes. There's a, there's a snake in his boot. Yes. Um, I mean, sometimes there is, though, actually. So, fine. Um... But uh, Batman hang glides. To, <laughs> Batman hang glides to the spa, which I kind of like the detail on the hang gliding. The way he like moves his body to like guide it. They actually animate it instead of just having him float down. Like he lifts his legs up to uh, to like make it swoop. Yeah, but where did he come from? Because like it's on a sev- <laughs> it's on several acres, right? Like what the fuck did he jump off of to hang glide over there? I don't know. Maybe he uh, jumped out of the bat plane. Okay. I don't know. But he decided that the quietest and fastest way for him to get in was on a hang glider. And that's that's fine. I just, again, it's it's like when you see Spider-Man web and it's just at the top of your TV screen. It's not connected to anything. Like, there's no building there on that trajectory. It doesn't matter. Right. They're very similar. Yep. And then, and then Batman glass cuts his way into the spa in a very impossible way. Yeah, he cuts a giant circle as big as him. Yeah, and, and then he sticks his fingers <laughs> into the hole. Except it's like a razor thin hole, and he somehow sticks his fingers in and pulls it out instead of using a suction cup. I like, and you know they know this about these because we've seen Catwoman do the very same thing. Yes. So I like to I, that stood out to me too. I like to think that he cut it. The the way you do like a jack lantern top yeah. so it's a little yeah at an angle that's what i'm gonna pretend cool yep <laughs> we'll go with that i don't know why that's the thing i'm willing to make like where i'm, I'm willing to rationalize that but the hang glider nah nope now i just have to imagine he tied himself to the back of the batmobile and just had it accelerate without him and then he just cut the rope it's like 
<laughs> Hope this works. <laughs> it worked. I bet it worked. Absolutely. I mean, it, we saw that it worked. Yeah. Um, so Batman is stalking around. Uh, he allows himself to be captured by Holly and uh, and the Lily or whatever. <laughs> yeah, just different flower names each time. Like they show up with these Daisy and Marigold. Like he's like Ivy, I caught you, and she's like, or did I catch you? And they pop out with the little guns, and he's like, well, you caught me, and he puts his hands up and just yeah. lets himself be tied up. I figured it out with Doctor Demeter, the what Roman goddess? God yeah, yeah, of plants. Man. Which I don't think is right. I think it's the seasons. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. But also. Um, what is maybe my favorite line in the series is one of the hench girls says, Hey, a high school graduate. Yep. <laughs> That's a great line. Must have felt like such an asshole. Yep. <laughs> like when she goes to prison, she does. Mm-hmm. Um, she at least gets to say like, yeah, I didn't come close to killing the Batman or whatever, but I dunked on him real hard. <laughs> There should be a henchman there to say that to him every time he busts out some of this classics knowledge. Every time he quotes Shakespeare, every time he solves the riddles, Riddler's riddle yep. by like knowing something about a book. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Again, back to like this is here to make kids feel smart. Mm-hmm. But then, wow! Like as a child, you would hate that woman, mm-hmm. right? Um. And but then, yeah. Yeah. So like. I get the sense that he let himself be tied up so we continue having a normal conversation with Ivy. Yeah. Um, because he coaxes out her full plan. Right. She reveals... So she pulls back, as we said before, another curtain, mm-hmm. and behind it is all the treed-up people. Did she know that, like, Batman wouldn't come from the other direction from behind the curtain? Is it a shower curtain situation? It's, like, 12 feet tall. Yeah. It is a huge... It is a theatrical curtain. It's only there to reveal things. Right. Yes. It's only there to reveal things. And again, what if Batman had just come from the other way? He would never do that. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the all there is on the other side is more forest. So he, he definitely... He could have come the other way, I guess. Yeah. It, it's... <laughs> It's like they just forgot that the third dimension exists. Yeah. It's like at the end of, like at the end of Wrath of Khan, except a, a curtain. Tree people. To be clear, they're just people who've been like, like you said earlier, statued up kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, they look real gruesome. Like the reveal, yeah. as dumb as it is, that to have a curtain in the middle of the woods... <laughs> <laughs> the reveal is great. Yeah. Like, all of these really gruesome looking people in like these horrible tortured positions covered up in tree bark. And then like standards and practices or whatever had to ruin it. And Ivy says that um, right now they're just encased in wood. But yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But that needs to be said so they could all be freed by the end. It, yes. But also it does raise more disturbing questions. Like some of those people that have been in there for weeks, mm-hmm. right? Like has the um, has the plant bits, have the plant bits sort of fused with like their digestive system? So it's giving them water and nutrition. Are, are they soiling them? God damn it. Yeah. I mean, it clearly arrests their their status in some way i mean look someone pooped in their in their tree suit okay and uh i shan't hear anything else it's anything? fertilizing the tree there you go um, it's the circle of life brandon mm-hmm. 
but yeah, uh, she then reveals it. She monologues it all. Um, Batman calls her an eco-terrorist and she gets semantic with him. <laughs> She's like, no, I prefer to think of myself. What did she say? Like a, a vegetable freedom fighter or some crazy shit like that? She says she's... Cons- you and I are a lot alike. We both yeah. care about justice. Right. Yeah, yeah, Get on the right side, Batman. And kind of like, you know, yeah, though. Kind of, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they they have a fight, right, which goes about, you know, about as well for Poison Ivy as you'd expect. My favorite is she has her, you know, she has her wrist dart blowgun, mm-hmm. not blowgun, uh, wrist crossbow. crossbow. And, uh, she shoots one of her trees because uh, Batman gets out of the way and she says, my poor def- defenseless tree. And it's like, you shot it. Like, your aim sucks. Yeah. Ivy. Like She, sa- she says, look what you made me do to my poor tree. And really, that's the thing that makes her feel most evil in this is just straight up abuser language. Uh-huh. <laughs> look what you made me do. Like, mm, no one made you shoot that crossbow. One thing I want to point out about her character design for this mm. is like there's a moment where she turns and her her eye is off the side of her head, which is like mm. a season four thing, mm-hmm. a season three thing when they made the animation change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all the time in Justice League, their eyes are like big enough to be off the side of their heads. Yeah. But this is the first time that I've seen that in the Batman animated series. Yeah. Well, that's because the the hunter became the hunted. You see, so she's she's a prey animal now. Prey vegetable. Prey vegetable. Prey vegetable. Yep. Like carrots. Exactly. <laughs> Surprisingly, it's fewer root vegetables than you'd think. Mm. It's radishes, definitely a predator yep. animal. Onions, predator animal. Rutabaga. Rutabagas are terrified though. Um, so <laughs> those, yeah, those poor sons of bitches. Um, that's the long and short. Is Batman beats her up. Well, no. Oh, right. So, Sorry. There's a really cool way that it ends, actually, mm. with uh, cool slash inexplicable. <laughs> Batman throws a batarang mm. that hits the super concentrated Demetrite. That's right. It spills onto the ground. She yells, my enzyme! And then this causes an absolute massive eruption of super tree, like the like the mana tree from Secret of Mana. Right. Pops up and uh, like carries her off to her doom or whatever. Yeah. Which I mean, we'll put a pin in that because <laughs> there's a fair amount of doom to go around. Um, and it's then we cut to Alfred and Maggie sharing a hospital room, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is so cute. <laughs> I, you know, it's just it's nice seeing um, seeing old folks in love, mm-hmm. even though Alfred is somewhat begrudging. But like, and she never appears again. Which that's that is a real bummer. Um, it's almost like they were floating like the Aunt Harriet idea from the sixties, and they're like, nah, nix mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, it's just. They're just cute. It's a hospital date. Yep. The sharing pudding. I don't know. Then Bruce shows up and uh, he makes it awkward by trying to bring in a plant. Right. That was the one where it's like, Bruce, that's the thing is every time he tries to be funny, he's just kind of mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a, I mean, he's a little, little, little bit of a bully. No surprises. Yeah. Um, so everyone makes a bad pun or two about plants. Yep. And uh, the episode ends. Which brings us to what I'm really excited. 
second most excited for for, for our episode here is uh, Batman's body count. Yeah. So Pam and the goons who all got the bums rush from that tree, they're all dead, right? I assume so. Yeah. Plus, like, all of those people that got turned into plants, like, ju- judging by how what happened when they mixed Demetrite and blood together, yep. and this giant, like, vine comes out in, like, this awful body horror way, like, yep. clearly those people died and became, like, plants. Yeah. Uh, at a recording of this, uh, Matt Reeves's the The Batman movie... Uh, is still a few weeks off, but I'm gonna say I want. I wish he had done that, like poison ivy, like some real gut burster, like yeah, vine. Sh- oh, that would have been so good. Maybe the Batman Two will have that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> die Batman, die. No, it's it's the Batman the. Yeah. It's the sequel. Well, the if we're following uh, the same trajectory as the '90s movies, then after the Riddler does come Poison Ivy. That's true. Um, God, what a what a that Riddler was fine. That Poison Ivy though, Batman and Robin Poison Ivy sure was a thing. I mean, yep, Uma Thurman, all right. Oh, she was given an effort. Yep, she, you know, I think she might have been the person who best understood what movie she was in. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, it doesn't, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people would have died. Let us rank. Yes. For me, this is high. Mm. It's not in the top five. Yeah. Um, and it might be like six or seven. Like, it was good. It was definitely, um, I would say... Up there past things like The Forgotten and um, I think better than, in my opinion, better than POV. Um, but like in that range. That's tough because like I, so I just edited the POV episode. Like we just posted that. Uh-huh. Um, so I've been thinking about it and like what I like about that episode. Uh-huh. So I don't know. It's just, it's, it's funny for me because I think of... I think of this episode, um, you know, Eternal Youth uh, versus any of, like, the real crazy Batman stories from the last, like, 20 years. And that's the thing is, I just want this episode to be more bananas, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it's in a... And that's the thing about the animated series is it, it's often in this in-between place of, like, the Mr. Freeze is, like, the Mr. Freeze from the comics, at least in terms of, like, his powers, right? Even though he's a very he's a very cartoonish, right? I mean, it's animated, but he's a very cartoonish character, right? Um, so, like, when things don't feel grounded, it feels a little awkward, right? So, I, I don't know. I think that, like, for me, it's a pretty, like, dead center of the pack episode. Okay. Um, yeah. I thought it was a little better than that, but it definitely doesn't push into the top echelon anyway. Yeah, I mean... That's the thing is it, it definitely is not like it is a if someone asks like what is a good like sort of median episode to show someone to sell them on this series, mm-hmm. this would not be a bad one. Right? Yeah. It's kind of grounded, kind of wackadoo. Um yeah. So how how would you compare it to Vendetta? Um Look, there's a lot of words in my head. Which one was Vendetta? <laughs> uh, Vendetta was the Killer Croc episode. Oh, um, 
You know, I generally don't think Croc is that interesting of a villain. Like, honestly, my all my favorite, like, times when Croc has shown up in, like, the comics is when he's working for someone else. So I would say this beats the hell out of Vendetta because it does, like, this episode does a really great job of tapping into the, like, gonzo pseudoscience of 60s Batman, which mm. I appreciate. Okay. I think that kind of tells us a good baseline. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right. So, uh, you recently got a shipment. Yes. So, uh, my father sent me all of my stuff that was in his house. 800 pounds of shit. I can't believe he sent you all that stuff. I, neither could I. I couldn't believe everything that was in it including a lot of family photos that I don't know why. You know, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, but hopefully I can sell some of this stuff and pay to, like, make stuff, comics and games and whatnot. That'd be good. Yeah. But this also included uh, a whole bunch of, of toys and action figures. Um, and, of course, I got a lot of Batman stuff as a kid, uh, both, like, wanting it myself and then also, you know, as gifts. It was a very easy child to buy for. I remain an easy adult to buy for, I think. Um, so, hey. Sam, if you were to describe to me um, what Robin looks like, like, what do you think are the sort of quintessential Robin visual aspects? I mean, the color scheme, right? Um, red, yellow, and black. Uh, his mask, short, short black hair. Um, you know, he is lean. Um, he is... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, just, just uh, reminds me of that beefcake boy bit from I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like lean compared to Batman, right? Like, right. Um, not that Batman is, is tubby, but he is more, you know... Has like a power lifter frame. Right, yeah, yeah. Dude can look, pick up a car. Um, cool. Describe what this looks like. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, folks at home, this is Crappling Hook, the segment where we talk about the worst Batman toys and memorabilia. Yep. And I am now looking at a. Uh, whew. So, I would not know this was Robin mm -hmm. just looking at it. The color scheme is green and and red, predominantly green. And the reason that it's predominantly green is because he has massive, gross-looking green demon wings coming out of the back of him. Just these green, like, I hesitate to even call them bat wings. Like, they're clearly, like, demonic-looking green wings. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> it's weird. I might have had a different, like, version of this or something, because not... All of them, not all the images from the internet look the same. I looked up, um, this is called uh, Dive Claw Robin. This is a premium Legends of the Dark Knight figure. Um, and yeah. you didn't mention his, his snazzy Mandarin collar. That's a nice little... Yeah. No cape either. Just the, just the giant wings. Just the giant veiny wings. And his like his legs are extra wide and like frog like I would say. Yeah, he's definitely got a wide stance. He is ready to. <laughs> yes. um, he's ready to take a hit. 
here. Yeah. I just turned him around uh, so I could see the back of him, and uh, yeah. For for the even more comic, uh, comicsly inclined of you out there, I want you to imagine like, you know, Witchblade or the Darkness from Top Cow Comics. Like, imagine if if they had a Robin. That's what this would look like. Like, there's this. The whole costume has this sort of like. I would say it uses color to accentuate like the like musculature and the fiber of it. Yeah, there's like. His pants, if you want to call them that, have like all like they're red with all of these green like blobs of, of like muscle looking shapes on them. Yeah. Like uh, his like quadriceps, which by the way are humongous, yep. have like this green splash across them. Um, oh, you know, these are absolutely bat wings because look where the where the wings form in the back to his backpack part. That is absolutely a bat's face. What? Yeah, yeah, that's what that is. You can see the, <laughs> the dumbass ears. Uh, yeah, it's got a, but not like the bat Batman logo face, right? Like an actual. It, it looks like a a bat's head. And like a fruit bat. Look at that little little thing yeah. coming out of his yes. mouth. It's gonna he's gonna eat some nectar. Yep. Um, and in case you're wondering, does this does this teenage boy toy have <laughs> have abs and a sculpted ass? You betcha. Yeah. Yep. He's definitely way more built than uh, than the Robin from the TV series. This is, I mean, totally the sort of thing that you would get from the '90s, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is some Jim Lee level shenanigans. '90s Jim Lee, I should say. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, I was I was looking at pictures for this, and uh, while I did not have this one, there was also a. Um, an entry in the series Jungle Rage Robin, <laughs> um, which I think sounds kind of, I don't know. Sounds kind of racist. Racist? Okay, yeah. yeah. Not just you. Um, and this one looks like, uh, well, it its accessories are Battle Staff and Utility Gauntlet. And this looks like he basically is a... Um, is wearing a green bodysuit under, like, black boots and a black chest plate, and there's a, a like iron mask set up there to go over his domino mask. Um, and also, that says battle staff, but I think that's a gun. Let me see. <laughs> Let's see. So, one of these things is clearly a giant sword. <laughs> and the back, yeah, the battle staff, it has a handle and has a scope on it. Yep. So, I'm not sure what, like, it must shoot a laser or something, right? Only when he's at full health. Right. Uh, and don't worry, everyone, if you were afraid that this toy wasn't premium. It's be- premium. Because in big, bold letters, it says that it is premium. Yeah, for our younger listeners, if we... Yeah, yeah. For our absolutely you-do-exist younger listeners, you cannot <laughs> appreciate how much like people in the 90s would just believe, like, oh, I'm a collector that says it's a collector's item. Ergo, I need to buy this item. Yeah, something else completely ridiculous that I want to point out is so it's in a package yeah, and the is. package is clear so you can see robin in all of the little pieces he comes with yeah and then slightly below and to the right is a photograph of the same toy <laughs> <laughs> a photograph of the same toy but littler uh and the but for some reason the cape is more humongous 
Yeah, yeah, this was... So, I'll say they did release a, um, a sort of book. I'm, I'm loathe to call it a comic book, but they recycled the uh, concept drawings for all these action figures in this line into another book, which is, like, supposed to be Batman, like, cooking up the costume designs. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the most insipid uh, commentary that you can imagine. Just, like, you know what? I'll, I'll see if I can find a link to this or something, but it is horrifyingly stupid. Is, is it, like, an Edna Modes kind of thing where he's, like, yeah, designing costumes for specific people to suit their specific powers and needs? Uh, I mean, except that, you know, it's the Bat family, so, so they no, basically... No powers. Right, but... But, like, to suit their capabilities. Yes, and unlike Edna, cape forward. Of course. Yes. Um, I also... So I just scrolled up. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you fucked up. (laughs) Uh, Because this is the photo that keeps on giving. So... At the top where it says Legends of the Dark Knight, there's also a headshot of Batman. Mm-hmm. This That's, is Sam Keith's uh, drawing of Batman, just so you know. It's extremely tall. His head is extremely tall. The cowl has like just these absolutely epic peaks coming yeah. off of it for like the bat points. And Batman's face is haggard like he's like dehydrated or something. <laughs> this man has only drunk wild turkey for the past several years. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. It's like something happened to Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Because that guy could also not turn his head. Like that. Clearly. The the head and neck pieces are not independent. Right. So, I mean, same with this Robin, frankly. Like, massive, like, neck ruff around it. Like, he's like a 17th century (laughs) gentle person. (laughs) On the Elizabethan court. Uh Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But at least he's got the R, so you won't mix him up with anyone else. Which is weird, because this one I have here doesn't have the R, and I wonder if it's just, like, a different, like, edition or pressing or whatever, but... Yeah, what is it called? Dive Claw, Robin? Dive Claw, whatever that means. Yeah, no R on the Dive Claw, so he could be anyone, honestly. Um, yeah, I gotta say, I know this is our second uh, toy from the Legends of the Dark Knight line uh, for Crappling Hook, and it might, it might take the cake, um... The, the Legends of Batman series has some real humdingers in it, too, so, uh, yeah. I don't Boy. know, that, that motorbike that you showed me, I think, is crazier. Um, Was well, that not from the same series? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and don't worry, I got that one, too. Yeah, I can't, wait, see, yeah, can't you, wait to see it in person. Yeah. It's all its glory <laughs> before it goes on eBay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you better believe it is. Um, God, okay. Wow, Jungle Rage Robin's cape is... We can't... I can't do this anymore. This is too bad. This is so... Yeah, the cape is like... Vaguely African colors. Do you know what I mean? It's not good. Yeah, it's not a good look for... For Dick Grayson. (laughs) Who who at least... um, Like, and that's the thing. If you're wondering like, oh, well... Like, Tim Burton wanted... uh, Damon Wayans to play robin hmm. right is is did they just take that character and put him in this toy line no it is white assed white dick grayson yeah like this is not don't it's not good yeah and like who is this color scheme supposed to be for like okay imagine you have to send robin to the jungle and you want to make a costume that's suited for the jungle so a giant cape 
the only purpose of like this giant cape is to like impress somebody, right? It's not, it has no utility in the jungle. Right. So is he expecting to like walk up to some people in like a village and have this giant cape? And it's like, look, you are impressed by this because these, this is what you like, right? Like, what is this? You, you like, you like this, right? This is what you like. Um, I mean, Young Justice solved this problem, right? It's just like they just boop, boop on their on their chest symbols, and the suits just go dark. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's one of those like capes of Lorian thing where you can just like throw it over yourself, and it's a ghillie suit. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, it was a very, um, I mean, it is peak 1996 design. Um, and if you weren't alive for that, good for you. It was, um, it was a dark time for aesthetics. Yeah. Gonna wash the fresh prints and then play with this toy. Ah, oh, yeah. Those were not the days, but days. They were some days. They were some. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about does us. Uh, tune in next time because we're going to review Perchance to Dream. Uh, oh, God, that one, title. One of the, yeah, more Shakespeare quotes. I feel like half of Batman episode titles are Shakespeare quotes. And the other half are Blake. Yeah. Um, but I remember this being a cool episode. Yeah. Um, back in 92. So we will see. Uh, this is the Hatter episode, the one where Batman is caught in a nightmare. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, love a good. Well, this is this is the everything he always wanted episode, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Now Brandon's excited. All right. <laughs> There's so, beauty in the world. <laughs> yep. Uh, so tune in next time. Same battering time. Same battering channel. Bye.